What's good? What's going on? Welcome to another one. Up next, Maurice Hawkins. He's going to let us know what's going on with the Redskins. But thank you for all my guests this week. You know, thank you, Coach Randall. And congratulations for your team making the Division II playoffs. I wish you much success. Burrowville's first time in Division II, and that was going to be a challenge for them. You know, to be able to compete. But his players rose to the challenge. And they won a tough game last night in overtime. Beating East Greenwich. Congratulations to them. And thank you to Coach Blake over at Pilgrim. You know, he's the assistant lacrosse coach. He's the head football coach. He was on the show. So make sure you check out that podcast. And Zach Laverne. What a great kid. I think the kid... Is going to do good things. You know, he fought back from a real tough injury when he tore his ACL. And, you know, we're having great parents, great coaches, great trainers. Zach was able to work very hard and come back from that injury, you know, to try to continue his career. He plays over at Bishop Hendrickin. Um, Sincere Fernandez. A freshman this year, he won the 2019 football championship. And he also recently just won the basketball championship. We talked to him. We talked to Coach Dean over at Prout. You know, Prout's doing big things. They're bringing in bigger freshman classes. They're growing their school, growing their community. We talked about the Exeter West Greenwich co-op team which is coached by coach Fortin which is taken over after being uh, an assistant coach but I think coach Fortin's gonna do a very good job um, but thank you to everybody that came on you know we got some great upcoming shows too we got um, Ethan Savoy from the Northmen coming on you know he just reached a thousand point club and Ethan actually sits fourth all time. So we're going to talk to him. He'll be calling in later on tonight. And for you Redskin fans, stay tuned because coming up next, Maurice Hawkins. But thanks for listening. Help support the show. Make a donation. Email me for details. You want to sponsor an episode. You want to dedicate an episode to your organization. Whatever you want to do. Get at me. Let me know what's good. Check out my Facebook page. Give it a like. It's CWKIR podcast page for Can We Keep It Real. So check that out. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And um, But thank you to all my guests for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. But we're going to get into this next episode. We're going to talk to Maurice and see what's going on with the Washington Redskins. Thank you to Westerly Pee Wee Football, Mike Garofola, Joe Vaca. If you're in the Westerly area, get down there, sign your kids up for football. And no matter what area you are in, sign your kids up for youth sports. It's good for them. It's good for the community. And help them all out in their fundraising efforts. But we're going to get into this Washington Redskins and see what Dan Schneider, Gruden, see what they're going to do with their quarterback situation. Are they going to go after a high-priced quarterback with only the $18 million they have? Or are they going to draft somebody? Are they going to go with Sanchez? Are they going to go with McCoy? 
Well, you know what? Maurice is going to let us know right now. Maurice Hawkins coming up. Welcome back to the show. On the line, we got Maurice Hawkins, a former United States Air Force. Shout out to that. A Bachelor of Arts Communication Journalism. He was on the Obama presidential campaign, you know, as a social media organizer. And he's one of the lead organizers as the Redskin Tweet Team. Welcome, Maurice. How you doing? What's going on? Greetings. Thank you for um, that wonderful uh, ovation. Glad to be on the show. Uh, salute to your service, man. Thank you. you. You know, I think all servicemen, you know, retired, active, should all, you know, they deserve our respect. So thank you very much. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. So what's going on with the Redskins this year? What do we got? They got a few quarterbacks, too many. You know, Alex Smith, they spent all that money for him. He Don't look like he's going to be back. What do you think's going to happen in the quarterback situation out there? Well, I think there's, a, there's two schools of thought. I think uh, the one school is, of course, that they need to draft the quarterback and build for the future uh, because uh, Alex Smith's um, destiny just seems to be up in the air. Uh, it's pretty much the general consensus with you know local media, um, players, and people in the NFL, NFL insiders that think that he's not going to play this year. So by drafting a rookie quarterback they can build for the future. Uh, the second school thought, of course, is that you keep Colt McCoy as your starting quarterback, and then you maybe draft another NFL journeyman to back him up, and maybe draft a quarterback in the uh, late round. So it's kind of like the two things that are kicking around. Uh, either way, the Redskins have much, much more issues beyond just their need for quarterback. Uh, they need to show up their offensive line. Uh, they need a true number one receiver. Uh, they need to make some decisions whether or not they're going to re-sign Adrian Peterson and uh, you know, allow him to mentor Darius Geis. Uh, we need to look at our secondary, especially in our safety area, that facility there, because uh, we lost uh, D.J. Springer due to him criticizing the, the defensive coordinator late in the season. So a lot of things for the Redskins to consider um, in the 2019 offseason. Yeah, definitely. Preston Smith, HaHa Clinton Dix, you know, James Crowder, Adrian Peterson, like you mentioned. Them are some of the more high-profile free agents, and we'll know more who they retain after March 11th. But we know the reality is they got under, what, $18 million on the salary cap. You can't bring back everybody. Who is a priority right now? Well, I think that's debatable. I think that I think out of that grouping right there, I would say that uh, Peterson would be your top priority, um, given the fact that he was the leading rusher for the team. He, he rushed for over a thousand yards. I think Peterson was the first player since Alfred uh, Morris was with the team to rush for over a thousand yards for the Redskins, and that was several years ago. And then I would say Jamison Crowder. Uh, Jamison has a good skill set, being a slot receiver, creating those mid-matches for defenses for the Redskins, and he's well uh, acclimated to Jay Gruden's offense. However, uh, there's a second-year player uh, by the name of, uh, I can't even think the guy's name off the top of my head, but uh, 
he was drafted last year that could fill in that slot void. Ryan for, uh, Anderson, I think. Is it Ryan Anderson? No, not Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson is the uh, outside linebacker. Oh, yeah, okay. Could, yeah. He could, who could step in for Preston Smith if they decide to uh, to part company with him? I mean, Preston's going to demand a lot of money uh, just given, you know, his um, his performance on the field. Um, so, I think, you know, given the salary cap um, restrictions because of the Smith uh, deal, you know, the Redskins are going to be limited as to how many players they retain. So, I think what you're going to see is a youth movement with the Redskins. They're going to use the draft to really fill a lot of the holes and then, you know, try to show up as many contracts as possible. Yeah, I think Smith, he's going to test free agency. Redskins, I don't see they could pay him. And um, Ryan Anderson, I think he'll be a great replacement for him. You know, Smith has good sack numbers, but as they get older, how can you, you know, you want to get younger. You want the next changing of the God. Um, you know, a lot of right. teams want to keep these older guys big names, but they slowed down throughout their career and you know you want to get younger and last year the Redskins were on a roll QBs went down receivers went down the line was struggling you know so hopefully they could they could pick it up see what happens with uh Clinton Dix you you know at the safety position you know do they cut Swearinger they already cut him last December so what's the future you know for the secondary I think that I think they're going to have to address the secondary with free, with free agency in the draft. I think the draft is going to be the top place for the Redskins to um, strengthen those areas of weakness uh, because you know they have a little bit more latitude on the contract standpoint with rookies than they are with, with veterans. So no. they just don't have a lot of latitude, you know, with their contracts. I mean. Because of the of the Smith deal, and so a lot of people are really thinking, what are they going to do? And we're still, you know, monitoring the situation every day. Uh, like you said, we're not going to really know what they're going to do until uh, March hits. Uh, March 11. I think the smart thing yeah. to do, what you said, keep McCoy, build around the draft. You know, the 2021 draft, there's some good studs coming out. I see a lot of people this year maybe having a fire sale. A lot of teams and. Trying to do like you see the Patriots next year go like twelve picks through deals they made through the last couple of seasons in the draft, and I see a lot of teams starting to do that. The Raiders looked like they were unloading last season. Miami might as well; they might as well do that this season. But um, so the Redskins, Daniel Schneider, how's the feeling about how do do people feel him down there? Do they like him? I think there's a um. I, to be, I have to be honest, I think there's a mixed feeling with um, Dan Snyder with a lot of fans. Um, I think there's a group of fans that, you know, they're just loyal to the team, and no matter who owns uh, the Redskins, they're going to support the team no matter what. And then I think you have a faction of fans that are dissatisfied with the fact that we have not uh, really put on a consistent winner in the field, and those folks are vocal uh, on a regular basis. Like, I, you know, I'm going to support the Redskins whether they win, lose, or draw. You know, I don't question uh, Mr. Snyder's desire to put a winner on the field. And I think the past couple of seasons, um, a lot of folks have been critical of the Redskins, but the biggest issue that has impacted the Redskins has been injuries. So they've had, you know, the most uh, losses of starting players for the past two consecutive seasons. And, you know, people forget that before Alex Smith went down, 
the Redskins were six and three and were in first place in the NFC East. So they were in a command position to move the team forward and potentially make a, a postseason bid. But when you lose your starting quarterback and then you lose your backup quarterback, not to mention that we didn't have Jamison Crowder for most of the year. We lost um, Brandon Scherf, you know, who's an all-pro offensive guard. Um, you know, we had a lot of injuries, and that took its toll. But I think the, the, the fact that the Redskins have not been really prolific in, you know, winning playoff games and challenging Super Bowls since the early 90s, I think there's a fatigue with the fans, and they're just lashing out. And I think the fact that Mr. Snyder is the owner of the team, he bears uh, some responsibility to some fans, and him and as well as the team president, uh, Bruce Allen. Yeah, I, I think like what you said about, you know, when they were six and three and controlling the NFC East, they stay healthy. I think they run away with it. Gruden was doing good things over there. And Schneider, hey, no matter what, at the end of the day, it's a business. You're gonna have fans that love you. You're gonna have fans that hate you. I see high school coaches win a big game against a big opponent and the town's all mad at you because you didn't play this kid or that kid, so no matter what, win or lose. Um, my all-time best Redskin team was probably back in the 90s. Uh, Monk, I love what Sean Taylor was bringing when, you know, God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was going to be a savage. But thank you for coming on. You're welcome anytime, Maurice, man. I really appreciate it. You getting back to me. And where can people reach you at? Uh, the best way to reach me is on Twitter is uh, uh, at HawkDiesel1906. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, that's where I do a lot of my Redskins conversations through the Redskins Sweet Team. So I, I really am thankful for the opportunity to talk about our group and my passion for the Washington Redskins. And, and as always, hail the Redskins. Yeah, definitely. And you're welcome to come on anytime, Maurice. Thank you for calling. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Well, that was Maurice Hawkins. Hail to the Redskins. Big Redskin fan down there like i said earlier maurice has a pretty good resume former serviceman um you know he was in the air force at bachelor's of arts in mass communication you know and he's the man on the ground with the redskins tweet team so shout out to maurice hawkins go check him out the redskins tweet team and uh thank you for coming on everyone thank you for listening to today's show i really appreciate it we had a lot of good guest on today we had maurice hawkins was on and then coach blake from pilgrim was on and to start the show coach dean came out to start it all off so we had a great great show thank you coach dean thank you coach blake and thank you maurice over there the lead journalist over there at the redskin tweet team let us know what's going on with redskin nation you want to support the show like this or a segment named in your honor, send me an email, canwekeepitreal40 at gmail.com. If not, just keep listening, keep following, and keep balling.